amplified impact for multi-passionate female entrepreneurs turning their gifts into assets. This is a space to open your heart even deeper as you learn how to tune into your mission and connect with your clients, the ones who you dream to serve, and create massive impact in their lives. I'm here to inspire you to take time for yourself so you can be the leader in your life and your business, one who stands out and thrives. This is the place where women just like you create wealth from the inside so excited. Today I have a very special guest. But before we dive into how to be audacious in your business and allow your business to grow and transform as you do to boldly continue to hit and reach your next level, I want to remind you this is the last week to enter to win a free week of Voxer coaching with me. All you have to do is go to Apple iTunes, leave us a five-star review, share that with me, DM me on Instagram, show me that you did it, and screenshot this episode and share with Christina and I your biggest takeaway. And on March 1st, I will be announcing the winner. All right, let's dive in. All right, I'm so excited to be back. Today, I have a very special guest, and you already know I love going on retreats and joining masterminds and programs because of the people I meet. And today, I have Christina Knapp. She's here with me, a bold, audacious marketing business reels coach who literally, like, soul sister, haven't met in person, bound to happen one day, just like confirmation that you need to go on a retreat, you need to get into programs because the people you meet become lifelong friends. Thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. I'd love for you just to share with us like your journey. Like, how did you get here into the marketing, the reels, growing a, a humongous team of incredible, inspiring women? Like, tell us your story. Oh, thank you so much. Gosh, you know, my story started like most of us in a very masculine world. <laughs> um, you know, I started like 15 years ago um, flipping businesses. And, um, you know, I started in the corporate world where, you know, I had the the semi-traditional nine to five in that like it also um required a lot of travel on my part, but I worked for, um, huge, huge companies and they would bring me in and I would have like three weeks to flip either a department or, you know, a single brick and mortar, or maybe it was like one aspect of their business. Um, and I would flip it from in the red to being like the, the, you know, highest grossing, um, highest revenue, um, piece of the business in less than three weeks. <laughs> So it was a really intense job, very long story short, um, you know, it, it wore me down as you would expect, right? Burnout is real. We all know this now. And I ended up getting out of that and, um, you know, really with, with one intention and, and that intention was to like find my true purpose and find my true mission. Because at the end of the day, what I thought was my dream, which was, you know, climbing, climbing the corporate ladder in stilettos, jet setting everywhere, um, actually left me feeling like I had a hole in my heart, you know, and, and, and had me feeling very lonely. And I didn't like the, the, the shark I had become. And so 
I, you know, went on this journey of, of finding myself as we do and really found a passion and a higher mission with helping women, you know, helping individuals versus helping these already, you know, multi-billion dollar companies. Um, let's just say it, you know, with all white men boardrooms, um, uh, you know, just make even more money. You know, I wanted to start really making an impact on an, on an individual level. And that's how Elixir was born, um, Elixir Media, which is my company. And now, you know, I, I've shifted into an audacity coach where I help women just really claim who the fuck they are and really tear down like all of these blocks and these veils um, that stop us from really uh, making the type of impact that we could if we would just step fully into our power and and really fucking own it. Mm. I love hearing your story because there's always things that you don't know about someone until you really get into like the journey of how they got where they are. And, you know, we have to continue to grow and evolve and, and the story starts somewhere. And I had no idea that you were running these other companies. And it just makes sense now that you get to run your own company and you get to be in charge of like, who's there and how did you go from being in like the marketing, the reels to like, really like, I want to get more audacious. I really want to help women to show up as they are unapologetically, because I think that when we show up online, we're like, I am being seen, I am showing up, but it's like, are you really showing up? Right? Like what's underneath that? Like I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> no idea. Zoom gives me balloons every once in a while. And I'm like, yeah, celebration. Cool. Let's go. Oh. I've never seen that before. I was so confused at first. Anywho. Um, yeah. So Elixir Media Co. when I started, right, eight years ago now, um, we started out as a full service agency, you know, which was a very uh, natural transition for me. You know, I went from, you know, flipping businesses and then people wanted more support to help them continue to grow and expand. And, and what does that for business marketing? Um, so, you know, we started out as a full service agency and then we, I started doing consulting and then I started doing like marketing photo shoots and that sort of stuff, which then transitioned into reels because video took the fuck over as we know. And, you know, reels and TikTok. um, creation and production was probably about 50% of the business in the last couple of years. So the other 50% still continuing to be consulting and coaching. Um, and really what this was is I, I had a rebirth, you know, of the business, which when you're in business long enough, you go through rebirths, right? We have the really special, like, I feel like gift that's given to us that we get to create businesses that evolve with us, change with us, grow with us. And Elixir has very much done that with me throughout the journey. Um, so the decision came down, honestly, to what it was, was I admitted to myself that I was so much bigger than the current business I was running. You know, and I knew that I was always meant for more, even, you know, back, you know, 15 years ago when I was flipping businesses, I was like, there's something bigger here than, than, than this, you know what I mean? And even though I love this thing, this skill, this way that I'm helping people right now, I just couldn't shake that feeling. 
like, no, 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 there's something bigger. There's something more. I wouldn't have been, you know, like given these God-given gifts, these superpowers, if I was only meant to stay this small, right? And so once I was really able to admit that to myself, then, then I was like, okay, so what is it then, <laughs> right? I meant for something more. What the hell is it? And, you know, after I was able to step out from behind my skill is what I call it is that's what I refer to it right because I had hidden behind my you know identity I had given myself for so long and my so much of my identity was wrapped up in business and in marketing right because that's what I was known for that's what I was good at right this is where I stand again very very masculine and and by stepping from behind that and really again saying okay no, I'm not just my skill. I'm not just a marketing coach, right? I'm not just a business coach. I'm not just a reels coach. And instead saying, you know, what is my my superpower beyond that, right? And anyone who ever comes in contact with me in any way, even people who, you know, um, watch me on social media, I'm a walking fucking permission slip, Right? I'm one of those people that just by being me, just by living in my own authenticity and really showing all sides of me, other people feel the permission to be themselves fully, right? Like like in a in a non-judgmental way and it and it empowers them in that way and so I said, "Okay, this is really what I was meant here to do was to break down all of these patriarchal views that we've had shoved down our fucking throats for so long, right? To be small, to only show one side, to not confuse people, to, to, to only give people what they can handle. Don't be too much, right? To really be able to break that down, release it and show women how to, and walk them and guide them through how to step into their full power and really claim who the fuck they are so that their impact can a hundred times what it's currently doing. There's so many things you shared there that I'm like, oh yeah, of course, that's why you're here and we're having this conversation. And it's like that call for something more when things are still going really well. And you're really good at all of these things. And like, I was there 2022 when I met you and it's just like, it's not that everything's terrible. It's like, there's this call of like, I was meant to grow bigger. And I think that's why as like multi-passionates, we can be all of these different things and still stand out because we get to be like, okay, and what's the undercurrent that I bring to the table that no other marketing reels business coach brings to the table. And it's like being a permission slip is something I'm often saying as well as like, let me be your permission slip that like you can do it any way that you desire. And I think that when you're able to bring that out in other people, they can let themselves be seen in a way that's like, well, if Christina can do it, then I can do it. And it just makes sense that like that now is what you're leading with your business through. And as a marketing coach, how do you feel about like talking about reels and then talking about business and then talking about retreats and then talking about audaciousness and like merging all of these things together? Like you've run billion dollar companies, you know, you've flipped businesses and you know, like having core values, key pieces that are like the foundation of like a company's like identity and what that looks like to the public eye. How do you do that from like a feminine twist and someone who's like been in the game for a really long time? 
Yeah. I love, I love this. I love this. I love you. I love this conversation because it just gives me so much life. So one, one thing that is very unique about my perspective, right. And the life that I've lived is I, I, you know, in some ways kind of went backwards with my, with my vantage points, right. Because I started out again, very fucking young at a very high level and was able to see down, right? So like sitting at multi-billion dollar companies and looking down and seeing how they're run and their thought processes versus I think the the route a lot of entrepreneurs are on, right? Where you start with yourself. <laughs> you start with yourself and you try to figure it out. And then, you know, along the way you learn and you invest tools and you invest in yourself. So then you get these perspectives and you climb higher and higher and you're able to see higher and higher. Um, so by, by being, by starting at that really high level, I've always had, I've always known what, or I've always known how people thought, right. And, and it's very different. And so to answer your question of how do I bring all of these aspects in that are so different and so unique on their own. And some of them, you know, to some people have nothing to fucking do with the other, right? Like, mm -hmm. like what, what does retreats have to do with, I don't know, I don't know, reels or, or offers or, or whatever. Um, and cause in my space, we also, we also talk about relationships, right. And marriage and love. And we talk about parenting so much, you know, and, and how to be a mom through this. It's, it's all aspects. The first question I'll answer is like, how do, how do I feel about all of that? I feel, and I know that every single thing in my life has led to this. And that feeling <laughs> it, it is just like, it, it, runs electricity through my fucking veins. Right. And so, and, and that's really like what I help women do is like, okay, how do we make all of this random shit, all of our life experiences, every random person that we've met, like, you know, every course we've taken and, and all of my hobbies, how do we, how do we take all of this bigness and focus it into one mission? And that's how I really, um, that's how I approach, you know, marketing is, is in that way is by having one bigger mission that almost acts like, like an umbrella. I'm like, I always forget when we're doing these interviews, I'm like, I'm, I'm making it with my hands. <laughs> it acts as an umbrella, right? This mission, this bigger movement for people to become a part of. And then from there, your skills, like for me, would be marketing. One of them would be leading retreats. One of them would be, you know, I'm a badass at fucking video. You know, another one would be, you know, the whole mom balance, you know, all of that coming together. Um, that would be like, like you could think of it as like a spoke of each umbrella, right? Under this higher mission, under this bigger movement that you're doing. And that way, like when we, when we start to think about marketing like that, then we can allow ourselves also to grow and to expand our interests and to continue to bring in whatever aspects we want. And the messaging doesn't get confusing because it's focused on the movement. It's focused on the mission. 
It's so good. I mean, if you go back to like a year ago when I was talking about this on my podcast, I was like the umbrella effect. It's like, it's not confusing when you talk about it being a movement and a message. And literally right now inside of the Ripple Collective, we're talking about to live and to lead. And so how you Mm -hmm. said like every single thing is adding up to where you are today. And so it's like really using your story as an overarching message of like what you've gathered, what you've learned, what you've lost, who you've become. And letting that be the pillar of your movement and that be how you relate to people and also like how you stand out and how you show up and really express yourself from the heart and that energy and that frequency of your story is different than anyone else out there. It's different than anyone else doing what you're doing. And that's not confusing. Like as one of our mentors says, if you're not confused, your audience isn't confused. But like when we get into our heads about like, if we're going to be confusing, I just... I was recently triggered on an Instagram post that said, don't trust the multi-passionate coach that tells you you are your niche. And I was like, hold the phone. Like, we need to have a conversation about this because like, rude. You totally, like she created a reel on this, right? And like controversial topics are really good for the algorithm. And I get it and different beliefs. And it's so cool because we get to have different beliefs. And I am so behind you get to be your niche and you get to be your movement and you get to be your message. And I think that's where people can be like, I don't have to choose one part of my story or one of my passions or one of the things that I'm good at. I get to blend them all together, which makes me the best coach to hire because I can help you in so many different areas, regardless of like who you are, a health coach, a business coach, a retreat leader, like you name it. Like there's other aspects to you than just a marketing coach, a real coach, a business coach. That's exactly what it is. And so how have you grown your team? Did you start off with a big team or what has that looked like since you went from like flipping the biz to starting your own company. Now I know you have a team with you and she's amazing. She like gives her employees, her team members like time off while they have babies. Like, hello, like let's celebrate motherhood. I remember when you and I first met, you're like, yeah, I'm just letting the women who are going on maternity leave, like have paid time off for like, I think you said three or six months or something like that. And like, that's the new paradigm of like leadership that we get to live in as we run these companies. But like, What has the journey been like for you to start growing a company and giving other tasks and then really building this this movement where you're supported and have backup? Oh man, such a big question. (laughs) Um, For me, I'll I'll say this first. Um, I've always been focused on culture. You know, because one thing, one of one of my main uh, responsibilities, I'll say, when I was when I was flipping businesses, um, actually, I wouldn't even say one of my main responsibilities, but it's the thing that people always underestimated, right from the top down, um, was how you know leadership isn't about managing. You know, you have you have managers, which is not all right. Oh, I'm going to be generous and say 90% of, of people who have teams out there. And then you have leaders, right? And leadership is about um, personal development. Period. It's about personal development. And the thing is, if you want to hire and keep A plus players, then you have to have a strong culture, period. 
Otherwise, A-plus players will do what they do and they'll jump, right? Because they're smart and they know their fucking worth and they know their value. And they know that in order to get more money and get a higher salary, right, they need to change jobs every, you know, I mean, honestly, every six months. That's the way, right, that they can get the highest payback for their value. So if you want to keep an A-plus player and you want to keep them long-term, and when I say long-term, um, my my team stays with me for years, right? Mo- like, I have people on my team right now that have been with me for four years, you know, like, the 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 shortest amount of time, like, the newest person on my team has been with me, um, actually, in a couple months, it'll be two years, right? So... In order to keep them, you need culture. People think like, oh, to have A plus players, you need to you need to be able to pay them a lot. It's it's not the truth. It really isn't. I mean, for some out there, yeah, but for the majority, no, right? A plus players have been paid. They have. They've been paid and they know often that that's not really what their life is about. It's not, it's not the experience that they want to live in. They, you know things that are important to them, right? So by creating a really strong culture and having like, you should have internal core values and brand core values, right? Your brand core values are for, are, are really about who you want to work with, right? They're to call in your ideal clients, things like that. Your internal core values are to create the culture that you want to cultivate and also to, um, to attract A plus players. Um, so by being really intentional about that and not just when you hire, that's another big mistake people make. They're like, these are our core values. And then you never hear about them again. Right. But, but having systems in place that continue to cultivate that culture, um, has, has really, um, led me to have the A plus team that I have. And they're, you know, they support me in, in all of the dream ways that I, that I love to be supported. You know, I really get to show up you know, as me, um, because of these, what I'll call like cultural systems that I have in place that, that keep my team, um, rich in their experience of working with me. Mm. I have no idea where that tangent came from. I don't even know if I answered the fucking question you asked. It was so good. And I just, I just want to have you unpack, define culture for someone that's Mm. listening. That's like rather new to business and they don't understand, like, what do you mean when you say culture? Yeah. I mean, when you think about the people who work for you, like what is their experience like? Exactly. Right. Like when, you know, like what do they feel like? How do they know that what is important to them is important to you? Mm -hmm. How do they know that you care? Right. How do they know that their personal goals are aligned with your company goals? Mm -hmm. Like for A plus players, if they can't see that their personal goals can happen in a direct result of working with you long term, they're out. Yeah. Um, so really, yeah, like really, really cultivating that. And then also, you know, appreciation. God, I mean, if appreciation, if team appreciation isn't one of your your like key key, 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 like, um, core values internally. Um, I I would put my money on the fact that you probably have high turnover, you know? And, and the thing is, is you can do this even when you first get started. It doesn't have to Mm -hmm. be something crazy. Like one thing that I do that is so simple and literally costs me $30, maybe a month, right. Is, um, 
is we do what we call like a hat trick. So we have, uh, we have um, team meetings, well, I call them team empowerment meetings every single week. Um, you know, they're max 45 minutes to an hour long. And, um, you know, they're structured in a way that cultivates our culture celebrates the team, everyone feels seen and heard and appreciated, again, which is so important. And we're able to talk through everything that we do for the week, and everyone's able to get their support so that no one contacts me as the CEO, as the leader of my business for the rest of the week, all in 45 minutes on a Monday, right? One of the key things that I do is like at the end of after everyone has like their say is um, we do a shout out. Okay. Every single person names one shout out that they have for somebody else on the team, something that just really stood out to them. Okay. And here's the thing. If one person on the team gets a shout out from every single person that week, they get Starbucks for the week. It is that easy. And this cost me literally maybe $30 a month because it's rare that it happens. And you should see the look on their face, girl, when they get this cup of yeah. coffee. Again, this is costing me, what, $5, $6? And they are coming in and they are strutting and they're so proud of themselves. And everyone is like clapping and cheering them on, right? Yeah. And it, really, you reflected back to me such like something I did this week with my team member. And like, I do it to her every week. I'm like, I'm so grateful you're on my team. Like, I feel so lucky you're on my team. And she literally sent me a message later that day that's like, I could help your business. One, two, three, four. I just need more hours. What do you say? And it was like, out of my appreciation, she's like, can I bring more to your to your business? Can I give more? And it's just like, I'm so like every day, I'm so grateful for her. She's so good at what she does. And I feel so lucky that like, she's choosing to be on my team and it can be just a compliment. It can be a cup of coffee. And I think it's like what you said, like about the culture and the community that we create. It's like, how do they feel working for you? How do they feel walking in? Do they feel appreciated? Do they feel significant? And that can be a cup of coffee. It can be a shout out. It can be like, hey, thanks for what you did yesterday. It's just, it's acknowledgement of what they've done. And I know sometimes it's like a bonus here or a bonus there, but it's like, this can be every single day. It doesn't have to be like once a year in December, like most businesses do. This is like, I want you to feel good in my company and creating culture. And I think that you really like shared how you've done that. And if someone is just starting out and they're like, where do I begin hiring? Like who is the first role or where did you begin in the hiring process? I always say the first hire and, and, and even if you are down, like long, you know, you've been in the game for a long time and you're really looking to like optimize your team. If you, and you can have one person, as long as that person is the yin to your yang, mm. or in my case, the yang to my yin. <laughs> um, so I think knowing yourself, knowing what your natural superpowers are, and then hiring someone who's is the exact opposite of that, right? The things that you really like, even if you can do it, girl, like, look, we're bosses. We know we could do we want to. Does it drain your battery to do these things? Write those things down, right? Often you're, 
Like what I find, um, and this is just from like flipping businesses, this is from leading teams, is that you are either, yeah, you're either the yin or the yang. You're either the systems person, you know, that loves structure and you love creating that. And that's the way that you express your creativity. Or you're more in the feminine where you actually like to be like the visionary of the company. You know what I mean? And you like to keep it very high level. So again, find the person that is the yin to your yang. Mm. we have to leave it here because <laughs> literally the person that's working for me right now is like I'm fire I'm go I'm let's get it done and she's like hold on let me reread this let me make sure the and so she literally like just pushes a pause button on my momentum of like flying forward so it's like if you're gonna hire hire someone that is the exact opposite of you I think that's why couples that come together that are so different they thrive together because it is the yin to the yang and it's like in your company too it's like she is so the exact opposite of me like Virgo organized slow Aries let's get it done let's get it growing and I was like oh my gosh I love that so much such a reflection of like confirmation I did the right the right thing as I'm starting to grow my company so thanks for that tip and for you right now being like the audacious coach like weaving in this new pillar into your business for someone that has been showing up online for years doing their thing but they feel like there's this next level iteration how did you find it? Like, how did you discover that like audaciousness and coaching and boldness was like your next level of growth? Like, how do you know when there's another level that comes to you aside from like, there's something more, right? We have that bigger, like there's something mm -hmm. more, but like, how did you discover what that more was? Yeah. So I, I have what I call like the audacious process and step one in this, well, really step one starts with you admitting that you are bigger than your current business. You are bigger than what you're currently pulling in. Right. And, and in so many different ways, once you can really admit that, then it's like, okay, well, how do I uncover this? Right. Cause to me, it's an unearthing, right. It's in there. We hold all the answers. I would never take that power away from anyone. Right. So how do we uncover it? And I start with this question because I go big, right? And then I can, you know, I can figure out the actionable steps to get there. So I, I start with asking every single client I work with, how do we change the fucking world? And it usually is like that, like a, you know, it's like a literal, like, like grasping for air, like, oh shit. You know, and typically from that one or one of two things happens, either one, they're like, I know, like they sit in silence for a second. They're like, this is it. Holy shit. Are we really going to go this big? Or it's, it's this moment of like wanting to hide almost, right? Like, oh no, 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 no. I'm not that big. You know, I, I know I'm meant for something bigger, but not, not that big. Mm -hmm. And in order to create the type of movement that we know that we can, right? This movement that is so much bigger than us, it requires us to take our fucking ego out of it. Take yourself out of it, even take your business out of it. Take out the way that you help people and really come back to your core and ask yourself that question. How do I change the world? And what starts to unfold when you like really marinate in that is is your true purpose right and that's where we start 
And then from there, we build a mission and we build a movement that people want to be a part of that is so much bigger than the work that you're currently doing, right? And when you can create that type of momentum, then, you know, again, you can bring in whatever all of the aspects are that you, that you, that you're passionate about, like the different ways that you can help people. And it's all attached to this movement. And then we go through like an identity shifting process that I call like the new era. Like this is it. We, we're in the new era now. Right. And then I take them through, okay, now that we're embodying this new woman, this audacious woman. Right. And now how do we, how do we build a business from this? Right. And often it's not starting from scratch. It's just adding layers to what we're already doing, adding, adding layers and at the same time, simplifying it to this higher calling. Mm. How are we going to change the world? <laughs> I love that so much and asking that question, sitting with it. And then, yeah, it is a new era and it is identity. And that is the work, the identity shift of claiming this new version before it's happening, before there's evidence. Oh my gosh. And the work that you have to grow through to claim that identity before it manifests I've been there <laughs> and I yeah. know that it is not easy, but the person that you grow into by claiming how you're going to change the world gives you the fuel to change, as you would say, the fucking world, like literally change the world. So thank you. Thank you so much for this inspiring conversation. And for those that would like to come and connect with you, listen to you, follow you, where can they continue to grow with you? Um, I'm on Instagram. It's, it's my, I'm like, that's my boo. <laughs> you can find me on there at Elixir Media Co. And we also have a podcast called show the fuck up that you can find on any, any podcast platform. We're on all of them. Amazing. And I will link those in the show notes. Thank you, Christina. Bye everyone. Thank you.